I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Friend of foe, yo, state your biz. You tend the dough? Ah, there it is. Me, I run the show. Oh, and these kids? Don't like nobody coming around here fucking with they dough for shit. You're enterprising, though, and I like it. But fuck with the big dogs, though, I gotta bite you. Look, it's out of my hands. You getting money around here is not in the plans. So hop your ass out of that van, head back to Kansas. I'm sending the niggas back up in campuses. Chances are slimmer than that chick in them Calvin Klein's pants. Let me guess, they said it was money around here? And the rest was me stopping you from getting it, Correct. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Uh, last day of the week, Wednesday. Yes, sir. Well, for our week, right? Yeah, I mean, for our week. You know, some people's weeks are a little different than ours, but, uh, yeah, last day of the week for our show. And, uh, you know, let's get it on, man. Let's do this, son. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on. Uh, mandate, get it on, as Adam Carolla would say. Um, but yeah, uh, this is the Blackout Test. Find us at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic, all those great places. Leave us reviews. Five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher will be read on the show, regardless of content. Mm-hmm. Um, we love to hear from you guys and what you have to think and say about the show and, uh, all that good stuff. We've been doing the show so, uh, like what, five years now? Yeah, when did we actually start? Was it 2011 or 2010? I don't know, Karen. It's, uh, oh, yeah. time is just flying by so fast. Yes. Um, the show is just, uh, crazy. I mean, it was the first time I lost my job. So it was at least four years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. but if this year is not five, I know next year will be five. Somewhere around in there. Yeah. But check us out, man. Um, at theblackouttips.com. Also, don't forget we are, we are on Twitter. If you didn't know already, um, uh, if you've been listening for a while, we don't always promote it, but, I'm Rodimus Prime. And I am Say That Again, that as in D-A-T. And the show Twitter is T-B-G-W-T. And I also, when I live tweet stuff, it's Rod Live Tweets. Um, let's just get uh, to this uh, these sponsors and stuff, too, before we even start the show. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. An unofficial sport. Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball is string. Yes, sir. Don't forget you can still vote in the 2014 tippies. Uh, nominate, I mean. Uh, there's a thread on the site. Be voting already? Mm-hmm. There's a thread on the site. Just search uh, 2014 Tippies, and uh, it'll uh, come up, and you can still nominate specific moments from the shows that you're listening to. So if you hear something really funny, you're like, "Oh my God, that should that is a clip I want to hear again next year when it's time to vote." There you go. Um, today's show is brought to you by ShadowDogProductions.com. Make or find audio plays, uh, whether they be all kinds of genres. Uh, also makers of movies, short films, um, and uh, all kinds of other stuff there. Just go to ShadowDogProductions.com. We have a page of audio plays. They have full feature-length movies. They have uh, short uh, films. They have a ton of stuff uh, that I think you guys would enjoy. It helps the show out anytime you go to the website. And support them because uh, that's what keeps them supporting us. And that yes. really matters. Um, so make sure you guys do that. Just go to ShadowDollProductions.com. Um, and Dexter is uh, up for um, some pretty big uh, cred here. He was a line producer um, for Brag and, North, Brag and, Brag and East, which uh, just got accepted at the Cannes uh, Film Festival. Cool. Uh, or con, as uh, people in the know say. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, 
he he's like that that's huge man like you know um i remember them talking about that on entourage and how big a deal that was um i was watching there's a documentary currently on hbo about some uh two famous actors trying to get a film just to get considered by the by con by, by the con film festival so uh yeah dexter is part of a film that is actually going to be accepted so he doing big things yeah c- congratulations and good on you dex good job man um all right man we got uh we got we got stuff to talk about uh, i saw this um apparently this new campaign ad came out for uh, Joni ernst who's uh trying to to run for senate in iowa um and i thought it was kind of interesting her her reasons um you know i'm Joni ernst i grew up castrating hogs on an iowa farm so when i get to washington i feel like it should pause right there and the record scratch and it's like say what (laughs) (laughs) i grew up castrating pigs uh what i'm Joni ernst I grew up castrating hogs on an Iowa farm. So when I get to Washington, I'll know how to cut pork. Joni Ernst, mother, soldier, conservative. My parents taught us to live within our means. It's time to force Washington to do the same. To cut wasteful spending, repeal Obamacare, and balance the budget. I'm Joni Ernst, and I approve this message because Washington's full of big spenders. Let's make them squeal. Wow. Oh, so she cut nuts? She cut the testicles off a of pig. That's what hog castration is. Oh, the testicles. <laughs> I was like, oh, she be cutting pig's nuts. I mean, it's the same thing. Testicles. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, testicles are balls, are nuts, same shit. Oh, no problem. So she cut pig's nuts off, and they show a bunch of pigs in the background laying around lethargically, I'm assuming, sans nuts. Um, <laughs> with missing nuts yeah but um you know i guess that that's supposed to qualify you to run um a state i cut some nuts off of animals so hey vote for me i wonder is the state she's running for big in the hog industry uh i don't think it matters what she's not literally gonna be cutting hogs nuts off in washington no she's not so it wouldn't matter if it was like they could be big on cows it could be big on any how does this qualify you for a job no but you got to understand if you know you have a lot of people who who do that for a living but like that's the kind of girl i want girl that can go out there and put her hands on them whole nuts and let them know what's up they will vote like, for her ass i feel like you're drastically overestimating um or underestimating the attachment men have to things with nuts uh, oh they don't go down by pig nuts she's definitely gonna lose the male vote because uh, you know, once you start talking mm-hmm. about castration so casually, I disagree. And talking about doing it to human beings in Washington, it's like I don't think I can get down with this mm-hmm. anymore. Because you- my balls start hurting. I go to pull the lever, mm-hmm. my balls gonna shrink up. You gonna have that old man in in, in that uh farmer's outfit with the overalls, spitting tobacco, drinking his sweet tea, talking about. I vote for that woman. <laughs> See these pigs out here? The man with a nut fetish? I don't, I don't think, I don't know if this not, man not, exists. Not, not nut fetish. Just the dudes that like own acres and acres of farm or pig mm. farms and shit like that. They were like, that's the kind of woman I I, I want a woman that's hardworking. Because she's speaking to a demographic. Just, you know, she ain't just mm. floating this shit out in the air. It's the people that she's talking to that's like, hell yeah. That, that enjoy the squeal of a pig getting his nuts cut off. Yes. Because for some people, that's I'm money. I'm Ernst. 
I grew up castrating hogs on an Iowa farm. So when I get to Washington, I'll know how to cut pork. What? Yeah. No. No. That this is a crazy person. She got a smile on her face talking about cutting them nuts off. Yeah, no she, man is gonna look at this and be like, I can't wait to vote for this crazy, crazy nut slicing motherfucker. Nobody. Yes, but the but the hog man, I know how to cut pork she too. I can cut pork chops. I can cut pork loins. That's different. I can cut pork shoulders. That's different. <laughs> She's getting off on cutting the balls, Karen. There's no self respecting <laughs> man is okay with this. That'd be like if Lorena Bobbitt ran for Congress or some shit. Now, she would actually did cut a dick, so that's a whole nother story. I'm Joni Ernst. I grew up castrating hogs on an Iowa farm. So when I get to Washington, I'll know how to cut pork. Joni Ernst. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm Joni Ernst, and I grew up jacking off horses on an Iowa farm. So when I say I know how to pump it out of Congress... I will get a lot out of Congress. And she will get the votes of the people who enjoy that. Johnny Ernst, slut bag, cum <laughs> dumpster. Yeah, I don't I don't know about this, man. Um, I'm not sure promoting uh, disfiguring animals is the best way to uh, get the vote. I feel like. Of course it could have been another way. Mm-hmm. But you feel know. Like, I feel like y- y- you're going to be very surprised how. How how poorly she does in the race. <laughs> oh, so she's, not, she's not gonna win. Oh, so it's not enough people that that are that are pro this for her to win. Yeah, there's no way she's winning. This is a tactic of somebody that's a loser. <laughs> yeah, I mean she and she. It's not like she doesn't have a good resume. She was a colonel in the Army Reserve, state senator, has Mitt Romney's endorsement, but you led with cutting nuts off of pigs. Mm-hmm. I don't see it happening for you. I'm sorry. Plus, you were a little too happy about it. If I, if I was her, you see no twinkling eye, did you? If I was campaigning against her, I would play the same ad, but just with ominous music underneath. Joni Erst cuts the testicles off of pigs for fun. Is that really what kind of woman you want to send to congressmen? <laughs> you, maybe you need to get a prayer. And then the other dude could come up and be like, I'm Tom Harkin and I support this man or whatever. <laughs> uh, Kim Jong-il, speaking of crazy people, he made a new law in North Carolina. Uh, North Korea. I'm about to say North Carolina. How he get jurisdiction out here? Mm-hmm. Well, students required to, are required to get the Kim Jong-un haircut. What? Male university students in North Korea are now required to get the same haircut as their leader Kim Jong-un. It is being reported. Wow. You know, it's funny because... I have no freedoms. Every once in a while, we hear shit like Obama's a dictator. Uh, Obama, you know, who wants to live in a a dystopian government. He's he's a socialist. Yeah, where he's got the foot on your neck, commanding everything. I ain't never had to get my hair cut like Obama. You know, like I feel like mm-hmm. I'm setting the bar pretty pretty low. And uh, having to get your hair cut just like the, the, the dude who runs your country seems like a very weird type of idea. Mm-hmm. It's like I just want to, like, it's like to me he went and got a bad haircut 
but he has the power to make everyone else get a bad haircut in solidarity yeah we all gonna be fucked up today mm-hmm. like everybody here gonna look like this so now say say something else motherfucker and if you don't obviously death sentence oh uh, yeah they'll shoot you on the spot the state sanctioned guideline was introduced in the capital of Pyongyang. Uh, uh, Gang Yang. I don't know how you pronounce it. Pyongyang. Uh, about two weeks ago, Radio Free Asia reports it is now being rolled out across the country, although some people have expressed reservations about getting the look. Our leader's haircut is very particular, if you will, one source told us from Radio Free Asia. Um, Why they had their face covered with a mask so you couldn't recognize them right. so they wouldn't get shot on their way back home. Radio free is so free that you have to cover up your face and and use secret identities. Yeah, it doesn't always go with everyone since everyone has different face and head shapes. Meanwhile, a North Korean now living in China says the look is actually unpopular at home because people think it resembles Chinese mugger, smugglers. Until the mid two thousands, we called it the Chinese smuggler haircut. <laughs> well, now y'all all gonna be rocking it. Can you imagine if a president was just able to be like, yeah, everybody got to get a Gumby. <laughs> what happened if your hair can't grow in a Gumby? Uh, then you die. Everybody rocking high top seizures, get a get a wig or something. Wow. Uh, it seems the haircuts have been state approved in North Korea for some time. Until now, uh, pe- people were reportedly only allowed to choose from 18 styles for women and 10 for men. This 18 styles? A video game creator player. <laughs> Real life creator player. Okay, what color eyes? Um, well, you only get two choices. Uh, what color hair? We'll extend that to 18 for women and 10 for dudes. Um, what kind of clothes you want? We only got two uniforms. You either blue or you gray. <laughs> right. Uh, do you want to be an elf class or what? Earlier, North Korea State TV launched a campaign against long hair called let us trim our hair in accordance with the socialist lifestyle. However, there are conflicting reports over the haircut mandate with the NK News website reporting that recent visitors upon Yang did not notice the change in hairstyles. Late leader Kim Jong-il, who ruled North Korea for 17 years, sported a bouffant hairstyle. The hell is a bouffant? Sound like a flower. I don't know. Go Google it. Reported, reportedly in order to look taller. So Spell bouffant. B-O-U-F-F-A-N-T. I remember his was like a buzz cut. Like, ew. I don't, and I don't know if it made him look taller or not, but whatever. Um, oh, that's that thing where you have like a poof, like up in the top of the center of your head. Mm-hmm. Well. Old school right there. Got to the bottom of that. Um, Kim Jong-il is, uh, you know. He be illin'. Uh, dead, and he never made anybody have to get his haircut like him so that's that's good um but yeah kim jong-un is not fucking around maybe he killed like his girlfriend his ex-girlfriend's bandmates or some shit and in her. front of their family didn't have their family shipped off to camps and shit yeah, like he don't fuck around but that y'all but yeah but i'm like you y'all turn around and say obama's a, a fucking socialist and he's a dictating no you have freedoms uh monday pope frank francis accepted the resignation of the so-called Bishop of Bling, who spent an estimated $43 million renovating his private residence last year. Woo! Last October, Pope Francis suspended the Bling Bishop, better known as Franz Peter Tabarch Van Elst. Even his name had extra <laughs> shit in it. Yes, it did. The Bishop of Limburg, after, like after learning of his extravagant 
home renovation, which included $21,000 uh, bathtub, a $1.1 million garden. Wow. Oh, and. What kind of fucking bathtub was that? That shit better. I better feel like it. That shit better levitate. I know. It better be the hot tub from American Dad or some shit. Yes, sir. The approved budget for the renovation was at $7.5 million, just a fraction of its eventual cost. Tabarts Van Elst initially defended the project's cost, noting that several other buildings were under historical protection and therefore more expensive to renovate. A Vatican inquiry into the renovation found that the subsequent controversy led to a situation in Limburg Diocese, which prevents Franz Peter Tabarts Van Elst from fruitfully carrying out his duties. Uh, he will be assigned to another job in the church at the opportune time. So, uh, apparently, uh, you can't floss too hard in the Catholic church anymore. You better not. You know, now, if he would have just been child touching, they would have moved to another church. He would have been fine. But now, mm-hmm. you know, they gotta, he gotta resign. It's sad. I mean, and also, it, it's weird because, like, I typically think of wealth extravagant wealth like that where you really go spend a lot of money to get material shit i really think like most dudes that's because you want to get women ultimately yeah but but there's got a vow of celibacy yeah so like what was he who was he trying to impress and my thing is this um you're spending church money basically you're spending you're not spending now if you were spending your own funds on this renovation do whatever the fuck you want if these was like your personal funds you was getting paid from the church and you were like i just feel like pimping and frosting out my crib more power to you but when people feel like they tithes and they offering and you know giving to the church and they look up and they're going nigga what twenty one thousand dollars a fucking bathtub no you can't do that um, and a $1.1 million garden? What was it? The secret garden? <laughs> the very secret garden. What is that? Fucking Abby Shore in there? Yeah, you walk in, a live band pop up at the ground and, and sing to the fucking flowers every day. Speaking of secrets, our president mm-hmm. has gotten the most death threats of any president ever. Yeah. The most. His secret service stays fucking up uh oh secret service agents on obama detail sent home from netherlands after a night of drinking what are they on duty three secret service agents who gives a who cares if they were on duty you're getting obliterated you're in a different country you're in charge of protecting the president you've already had multiple incidences of, of fucking up yeah and they probably have rules and regulations say you can't drink the whole time yeah because you need to be alert at all times like i don't give a fuck if you're not on duty stay sober for the couple days that you're there ain't that the truth that's all they ask this isn't a fucking vacation guys hey guys going to air, air amsterdam smoke them if you got them <laughs> you know what i really need to do is be forgetful and have slow reflexes on the day that i have to protect the president's life that's what i need to do Three Secret Service agents responsible for protecting President Obama in Amsterdam this week were sent home and put in on administrative leave Sunday after going out for a night of drinking. According to three people familiar with the incident, one of the agents was found drunk and passed out in a hotel hallway. <gasps> Bro time. The hotel staff alerted the U.S. Embassy in the Netherlands after finding an unconscious agent Sunday morning, a day before Obama arrived in the country. 
according to two of the people, the embassy had then alerted the Secret Service managers on the presidential trip, which included the agency's director, Julia Pearson. So you guys are there early, you're scoping out suspicious people, you're making sure everything's okay with the room, and then you decide to blow off a little steam and get pissed drunk. Like, how can the president trust you and trust that you really did your job thoroughly enough that he won't be sitting in a room with a fucking bomb in it? That or either uh, fucking them hoes. That's what happened to the other group, ain't it? And, and with the other group, all they had, all the person had to do was pay and then it never came out. He said, fuck you, I ain't paying you, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Secret Service spokesman Ed Donovan confirmed Tuesday evening that the agency did send three employees home for disciplinary reasons and that they were put on administrative leave pending an investigation. Donovan declined to comment further. The alleged incident took place in Norwich at the Hughes Tier Dewing Hotel where president, the president stayed Monday night. A White House official said Wednesday morning, this is a result, this is a resort town in the Netherlands about 15 minutes outside of the Hog. Uh, according to the two people familiar with the Amsterdam incident, the three are members of the Secret Service counter assault team known to, known in the agency as CAT. Um, they weren't, weren't gonna be countering much assault hungover and shit. Sure wouldn't. It's like the they hangover four. Cat gonna was gonna be cat, real cat was gonna be licking their face when they woke up and they were gonna vomit. The alleged behavior would violate Secret Service rules adopted in the wake of the damaging scandal in Cartagena, mm-hmm. Colombia, in April 2012, where a dozen agents and officers have been drinking heavily and have brought prostitutes back to their hotel rooms before the president's arrival for an economic summit. So it don't never be the people around him. It be the people that they sent early to be sure that shit ain't fucked up. Yeah, which is almost more dangerous. Yes. Under the requirements, anyone on an official trip is forbidden to drink alcohol in the 10 hours leading up to the assignment. As members of the advanced team for a presidential trip, the CAT members would have been called to duty sometime Sunday for a classified briefing ahead of the president's arrival on Monday. Drinking late into the night, Saturday evening and Sunday morning would have violated the rule. Would have. It did. He was passed out drunk in the fucking hallway. They violated the rules. Obama landed in the Netherlands in, on Monday for the start of a high-stakes week-long trip in Europe and Saudi Arabia in the midst of a tense standoff with Russia over the annexation of Crimea. The agents involved in the misconduct were among hundreds of U.S. personnel from the, from the Secret Service, the military, the State Department, and other agencies sent to prepare for his arrival and ensure his safety, including during his attendance in the nuclear security summit in The Hague with dozens of world leaders. The president's visit started with a brief trip to someplace I can't pronounce, a fine arts museum. Yeah, I don't care about that itinerary, but yeah, just good grief. Protect this man. He's exceptional, and you guys are exceptionally fucking up. I mean, I don't know if this shit was happening all the time, and we just never found out about it. I think it was. Or what, but y'all niggas getting caught lately, and you're getting sloppy on the one person you can't be sloppy on, because motherfuckers really trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah, and honestly... The things that people getting caught on, I guarantee you that shit been happening for a very long time. Yeah, it sounds like it. And it's just some shit where they're fucking up when they need to be paying the most attention. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just thought that was crazy. Um. On Sunday, a pastor in Phoenix, Arizona, oh, Arizona, implored his female congregants not to say amen in church. Wow. Pastor Steve Steven Anderson 
of the Faithful World Baptist Church garnered national attention in 2009 when he told his followers to pray for the death of Barack Obama every night. After being contacted by the Secret Service, he insisted that he didn't say he wanted his parishioners to attack the president. He did say the country would benefit from Mr. Obama dying. Yeah, you got fuckers out here getting drunk on the job. Pastor Anderson first attempted to justify the silencing of women by quoting one, uh, 1 Timothy 2.11. I let the woman learn in silence. Wait, let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach, not to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. Man, and see, the the thing about it, it, it really pisses me off when people bring this up when it comes to uh, religion, is that you, you're taking the whole thing completely out of context. And no, you know what I actually really, because if you read it, and you understand why he said it and the context behind it and shit like that. And people use that as an excuse to, to tell women to be quiet. And it's just one of those things where, motherfucker, we're not in the same time. And you can't tell women to do that. And honestly, if you're a woman and you're in this congregation, you're stupid for staying. I, I just really feel like that. Like, if you're somewhere in the church or congregation and somebody tell you that you're less than being a woman, that's not a place where you need to be as a woman. You know, I I hear you, but I would offer this as a counter argument. What you gonna do about this here? <laughs> yes, what are you gonna do, ladies? What are you gonna do when amen just means like I agree, and it's just one of those things where he, what you gonna do? Just look all crazy, clap your hands. I mean, what's the point of me being there then? I mean, what about all the stuff that you so tongue licking support, Karen? Have you thought about it that way? No, I haven't. See. Oh, so he is he gonna bring homo demons up next? Now, Obama's one is far as far as he's concerned. Pa- Pastor Anderson first attempted to justify the silence of women. Okay, he then asked the congregation to flip to First Corinthians fourteen, which says, "Let your woman women keep silence in churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak, as it is commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law." And if they will learn anything, let them ask their husband at home, for it is shameful for women to speak in the church. Mm-hmm. But I'm an asshole, though, you know, for saying that a lot of the misogyny, a lot of the shit that sets women back is tied up in religion, too. A lot of stuff that marginalizes people in need it gets confirmed by people who hijack religion and use it against people to subjugate them. And this is no exception. Women are catching it from the Bible, and these rules don't make any fucking sense, and I guarantee they're not mm-hmm. in context. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. Dude found a quote, and he don't like women. So this is it. And I don't give a fuck what people say. There's no way you like women and you believe this shit. I'm sorry. Ain't that the truth? And, 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 and it's just one of those things that when people come at it like this, you, you, you want to say... It frustrates me as a woman when people throw this rhetoric out and you have people agreeing and you even have fucking women agreeing with it. And it's just one of those things where it's like, wow, you really can be this ignorant. This is the same thing that people preach for, preach for slavery. The same thing people preach for human rights. The same thing people uh, use when, when a group comes up that they don't want to deal with and they want to shut down. They just use this these idiotic uh, logic behind it and it's one of those things where these people hijack religion the most 
when there are people that are religious that don't believe this shit that that I'm that are like, well, I'm religion, I'm a Christian, or whatever religion you are, you go like, motherfucker, you crazy, and they still they're looking at you like you crazy too. And the kind of dude that prays for the death of President Obama, uh, probably is homophobic. Yes. And probably also uh, is anti-woman. And racist. And it's it's funny because to me, I see these issues as so closely related. I don't understand how anybody can justify them. And I always find it weird when people try to create this huge separation between like, well, I'm black. So it's completely different than, than being gay and all this. It's like, even if you think that and that's fine, just realize that. Um, the people who are uh, justifying homophobia with religion will also justify racism with religion. They'll justify sexism with race with religion, uh, and a ton of stuff. Being above the law, like all this stuff, will be justified. And you need to—it's a slippery slope. You have to watch it back. That and the fact that what do black people think? That just because we quote unquote moved up the racial ladder, quote unquote, because some people really feel like blacks have moved up the racial ladder and Latinos and other groups have taken our spot. But it's just one of those things where, baby, we're not off the list. Like, I don't know why people think just because you moved up, you off the list and now you're quote unquote above approach, I'll be reproach. And it's just one of those things where. It, it frustrates me because it's like you're not far removed. You have family members that have lived through shit. You have great aunts, great uncles that can tell you fucking stories. I know I do. Got family members in their 60s and 70s that can tell me about uh, Charlotte McAbird school systems here when they first got integrated. That They'll tell me the stories of them getting called nigger and, and dolls being sicked on them and, um, you know, uh, um, having police officers escort them to school and having to fight every day but yet you want to turn around and uh say well it don't matter yes it does it still matters yeah it's it's just so funny because you know these this dude is saying this and you know he thinks he's being tolerant and understanding he says now obviously before service begins there's chatting and talking going on that's perfectly legitimate when we all sing praises to god of course the ladies should also lift up their voices but when it's learning time, Pastor Anderson said, hammering his lectern, it's silence time and for, for the women. And my thing is this. I don't know how his church goes, but most churches organize religion. Most of the time when the speaker's speaking, the congregation don't jump up there and take the mic from them and interrupt whatever the fuck they're talking about. They let you have the floor and have the mic and speak. Is is. And, and it's one of those things where if somebody was just that unruly, they need to be removed. Yeah, I mean, but it's obviously just about control. It's not about anybody being unruly. It's not out of control there. He's controlling these women through religion. A lot of people use it this way. Uh, so what it's saying is that they, the women, are to learn in silence. He then quoted First Corinthians 14 again. Saying that when the learning is going on, they're not permitted to speak when the preaching of God's word is taking place. And first of all, it's not for a woman to be doing the preaching. Second of all, it's not for women to be speaking. Even the Bible really is, even the Bible is really clear on this, he said. Even if they were to have a question, they're not to ask the question in the church, in the church. Number one. Number two, even if they want to 
ask that question to their husband, they should wait until they get home. And it's one of those things where it really, really, really pisses me off when people use these misogynistic and these these ways of their interpretation of the Bible when there are clearly examples of women in the Bible that preached and taught there are women preachers that are actually honestly that are better than some men preachers that preach the word and it's just one of those things when um for me it just makes me angry because it's like what why are women so pointless? Why are women so useless? Why are women who's who's half of the population who bear your children, who are your wives, who are your daughters, who are your mothers and your grandmothers? You're looking them in the face every day, kissing them, having sex with them, making love to them and going, OK, bitch, but you still ain't shit. Sit there and be quiet and shut the fuck up. Yeah, You have to have like some really deep seated hate to be like, I need to control you completely in every way whatsoever you have no voice and the sad part about it there are a lot of women that fall in this trap and buy a lot of this stuff and are choked like 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 spiritually dead and choked and 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 can't grow and can't find themselves regardless of even if it's something simple as leaving the religion like they, they they can't even break free for the simple fact that they've been beat down so much by this foolishness yeah this is you know um, <laughs> and it makes me a very, very upset as because my 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 thing about it is that how can you because and I'm so confused how can you love and support and cherish your wife and still have an opinion like this? Well, the thing that sickens me about it is that too many people go along with religion as long as he's not talking about them. Yes, and I feel like this is how like bigotry spreads and gets confirmed and people still sat in this church and agree with this man or sat in silence and even if they disagreed and this man thinks he's right and he's spreading this stuff to your children um spreading this stuff in your community um and nobody's gonna say anything because they don't want to tell somebody from church they might be wrong or you don't believe them so they go about their lives, but they're kind of confirming it with that attendance every Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, giving money to the church every Sunday. Like you're kind of confirming that this dude's it, version of events is correct, you know. So I'm not a big fan of that, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, that, that that it just I don't know it doesn't sit right with me. And I think the fact that this is an anti-gay pastor, a guy who wants Barack Obama people to pray for Barack Obama to die. And then he's also has his stance on women. It all, it all seems related to, on some level, uh, to me. Yes, it does. And then when the Secret Service can start knocking on his goddamn dog about dog, you, you telling them to pray for his death. No, I, I ain't mean it like that. Well, what happened if somebody from your congregation actually goes and kill him? Guess what? That shit is going to literally roll back on you because you've said on an open microphone that's been recorded or whatever to do this. And it's one of those things where you cannot excuse that behavior. This is why I don't believe women should say amen during the preaching either because amen, amen means truly or verily. It basically means that's true. So when I'm preaching and I say something that you agree with and that you believe in and you say amen, you're saying that's true. So here's the thing. When I'm preaching, women should not express their opinion, even if it's a positive opinion, even if she agrees with me. However, he added, I was preaching one time and a woman actually disagreed with me in the middle of preaching. 
I said, she said I was wrong. And you know, I kind of blew up at her. I don't know. This just sounds almost like he got heckled at church one day. Yeah. And, and, did, and, and didn't know, and didn't know like, how to deal with it. It sounds like a comedian having a, uh, like Dave Chappelle having a bad stand up. Yeah. Not even bad, but just having a like, fuck you audience moment. It's like, I can't think of my next joke. You keep talking through the punchlines. <laughs> Well, that sounds like a personal problem, not a congregational yeah. problem. How are you going to get into being a pastor when you are easily distracted by the words, amen? Come on now. your whole The whole purpose of you is, 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 to, is to spread the gospel. Yep. Um, v Nasty is back. You remember her? Yeah. Part of the uh, white girl mob or white girl mafia. Uh, whoever they is. Yeah, I can't remember. It's been Mm-mm, so long. Because they don't even matter no more. Yeah, I think it was white girl mob and... Yeah, didn't she stop from TMZ or some shit? Huh? What? Is this V Nasty the one that, that uh, we covered a while ago uh, where she started like working for like a tabloid or something like that because... Oh, I'm not thinking about somebody else. Uh, I, I, I don't remember any of okay. that. Okay. And I definitely didn't keep up with her, so she could have done it, and I just forgot. Okay. I mean, we covered the story. But, uh, yeah, she got a song now, so let's let's check it out. Already still in uh, Dr. Dre and them beat. Okay. Hope she paid for that. It's called 1, 2, 3, 4. Not tripping off none of you niggas, Karen. No, not Nay Ray. One of you niggas is gonna get pissed because this is a white girl <laughs> rapping. Call of y'all niggas. Yeah. Um. It. I mean, on top of being whack, very whack. You know, like she, it. It. It is not good. She's no. Yeah, she even got white rappers shaking their heads in shame. Mm-hmm. No respect for the culture at all. this um all this throwing around the n-word and all this like 
you know, buffoonery she's doing with the gold teeth and the big ass chains and shit. Not a lot of black people in this video. Mm-mm. Like, not a lot of black people at all. I guess if you're going to be saying nigga a lot, I guess it's best to not even have them around. No, and it's one of those things where she asked and they was like, I'm not, I'm not going to be in a video with you and be known as the person that approves you saying nigga. And then I can't get in no other videos. And, you know, I'm constantly going to get overlooked. Yeah, I feel like uh, part of this should be uh, I, I would love just a couple black people in the background that aren't even dancing. They're just looking at her ice grill the whole time mm-hmm. for, for for two minutes straight. Just 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 they never like pan all the way over to him. It just constantly shows ah, give her the side two eye. black people just giving her the epic shade. feel bad for the couple of black dudes that did show up for this. Mm-hmm. I see one or two women in there. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool. We're going to get the fuck uh, some white girls tonight. Oh, it's V nasty shit. is a mockery of rap yeah yeah it ought to be a joke you sure this ain't fucking with black people you uh, but it's almost like it should get um like she could be a great character actor and we just aren't in on the joke yeah she didn't tell me like if she did it would be greatness yeah you know about like nick cannon with his make-believe art or i mean uh person he made up yeah but i guess it is an early entry so We're just fucking with the black people. We're just fucking with the blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that's going across all the nation and causing all sorts of harm. It's fucking with black people. Uh, and uh, we judge articles and apparently rap videos on a scale of 0 to 100 and uh, intervals of 25. Mm-hmm. Today's contestant is V Nasty, and this bitch gets a hundred. Yes, she does. Fuck her. Yes, 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 yes. I can't, but and the black people in it get two hundred. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Not that I could give over a hundred, but if they, I like the fact that your black co-signer shit is so sad. Cause she's not even good at rap. No, she's terrible. You can't even pull the. Oh well, it's you know, it like almost like if Eminem said the N word uh, in a rap on stage and Dre, Dr. Dre, and Fifty Cent was there, I would understand because he's nice. It's like, well, he must admit to have to need it to use it. You know what I mean? Like it must be illustrating a point. Yeah, I was like, okay, I would listen to the context. I'm like, okay. But this right here, no. And if, and if Eminem ever did something like that, it wouldn't be the whole goddamn song. Yeah. And it wouldn't be every other word. And it's so whack is why I gave her a hundred. Yes. Like, if it would have been a competent song, I would have lowered it to like 75, maybe 50, because it's like, well, you know, the song is dope. But the song is so whack that the only thing about it is that she 
basically did a song saying i refuse to stop saying niggas so there you guys go deal with it yeah nfl ain't gonna change this rule on me no they not and it's just the it's just one of those things where you just look and you go okay um because she's she's young in her 20s right okay when you get 35 and your career has not gone off at any period of time you can change up and be a normal white girl Take your name, erase V Nasty, act like V Nasty never existed. Take the glasses off and, and fit it, and go on about your way and be the uh, supervisor in the HR department somewhere. Yeah, you can go back, go be Vanessa and work at, at, at any day. You ain't never capped. You ain't never turned no gun to the side. You ain't never gang bang. I'm black, black people. A lot of black people rap battle who had either. Don't get me wrong, but it's just one of those things where if if you're gonna do this, and then you're whack on top of that. Come on, dog. She made it rain $37. I like how they keep doing the quick cuts of the only two black people there. Mm-hmm. Like I know back that to she the, representing. I mean, yeah. they representing. It's like, see, we have some black people there, y'all. Okay, guys? Some extras we paid. And that's supposed to be hot. Word. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. So, uh, yeah, like, she uh, get a hundred. I guess she gets a hundred, guys. So, yeah, welcome to, uh, welcome to a hundred. Um, here's another article. Apparently, the mayor of our fair city of Charlotte. Oh, man. I heard this coming home for lunch today. I was like, what? He resigned today. Oh, okay. Earlier today, they didn't say that. It was like breaking news. I was like, oh, shit. What happened? Yeah, the one I read said he resigned, so And that makes sense. Um he uh I guess got caught up. Got caught up in that life. I don't know. Um, yeah, they've they've been really they've been uh they've been investigating him since uh two thousand and ten. Two thousand ten. Yep. Yeah. Uh he's hemmed up, man. Um Yeah, they they oh I'll let you play the article then I'll tell you what I know. Can you give me any reaction at this point, Mr. Mayor? Uh, none at this point, but we'll be certainly willing to talk to you a little bit later on, okay? What happened? Can you tell us what happened? Well, nothing at this point that I can discuss, but I'll certainly be back in contact with you about it. What would you tell the voters of the city today, sir? Well, there's not too much I can say at this point, So, but uh, when I'm able to, I'll certainly touch base back. What is your reaction to the charge? Guilty? Not guilty? Uh, you know, at this point, there's nothing to respond to at this juncture, so I'll, I'll certainly circle back with you. this dude is basically this is so funny he's basically running from this report he's doing everything to accept running a 40 time like he's like at one point the cameraman had to run to get in front of him and then turn around because he was going so fast and when it turned back and like the reporter tried to like get in his way and slow him down and he basically like gave him a Barry Sanders juke and was like no yeah, we was like, we're not having this conversation. Bye. All while in a suit. Yeah. This is amazing to watch. Great yeah, suit shoes. Uh, let me see if I can actually put this video uh, in the chat because uh, it's great video, too. Oh, he he is it. hauling ass. He was like, uh, <laughs> sir, do you have anything to say? Well, we will be glad to talk to you about that later. 
uh sir can you say anything about it? well i'll get back to you when you need to uh when we can talk about it well sir we i not right now oh i actually sent you an article about it like i don't know if you read it or not I sent you an article through the email if you want any more details okay give me a second i'm trying to get this article to play again for some reason it's acting stupid as soon as i hit pause the article has some details in it too so okay um with the exact how much but uh but yeah, man, I just, I was laughing so hard um, when I saw this shit. <laughs> Let me see if I can fast forward. Too much I can say at this point, so, but uh, when I'm able to, I'll certainly touch base back with you. What is your reaction to the charge? Guilty? Not guilty? Uh, you know, at this point, there's nothing to respond to at this juncture, so I will, I'll certainly circle back with you. What? Oh, he almost ran into the pole. That dude was talking to him. We weren't paying attention. He walked out into traffic without even looking at the walk sign. He's trying to get away from them. He was like, I am getting the fuck out of here. Hopefully nobody can see me. Oh, my God. The Incredible Hulk music needs to be playing. What? He was hauling ass. And then he walked across the street because he, he still got across the next corner, too, so... That just means he was trying to get away from them. Yeah, he could have crossed the other corner, but he was like, fuck it. I'm going to get out of y'all range. Y'all just got to film my black ass walking down the street. Uh, Yeah, the mayor resigned Wednesday, hours after his arrest on public corruption charges. Charlotte Mayor Patrick Cannon. I was so glad it wasn't Anthony Fox. Oh, yeah, because that's what Roger thought. I was like, no, he he gone. He been gone, so. Yeah, I was hurt. I was like, Anthony Fox, goddamn, brother, they had yeah. you pegged to be the successor to obama at some point and you fucking up i had to tell him no obama picked him and took him away um but charlotte mayor patrick cannon is accused of accepting forty eight thousand dollars in bribes for undercover fbi agents posing as businessmen who wanted to do the bu- do business in the city i wonder if he uh i wonder if he watched american uh hustle apparently he probably didn't <laughs> like because it was after the investigation started so I wonder if he was watching the plot like, this is, like, really fucking familiar. I think I've been here before. Yeah, businessmen in the city and going to give me a bribe and, huh, that's how they do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cannon had been in the office for 114 days when he, he was. Yeah, I told you, I baby, I told you it hadn't been a year. I told you. When it hadn't he, been a half a year. But goddamn. He, yeah, he just he just got into office. He got fifty thousand dollars in bribes in a hundred and fourteen days. Uh, he was arrested and charged Wednesday. The spokesman for the city said Cannon submitted his letter Wednesday to the city manager and attorney. In his letter, Cannon said the pending charges will create too much of a distraction for the business of the city to go forward. Okay, he probably did that shit. Kevin yeah, is going to jail. Kevin's resignation is effective immediately, said the city manager Ryan Carley. Mayor Pro Tem Michael Barnes will serve as interim mayor until the city council appoints a council member as a new mayor. Cannon, 50, 47, faces several charges, including theft and bribery. Cannon's arrest followed an undercover investigation that began in August 2010. Authorities allege Cannon solicited and accepted cha- cash from the agents who were posing as real estate developers and investors. Cannon, a Charlotte native, allegedly accepted bribes in exchange for the privileges of his position as an elected official, whether as mayor, mayor pro tem, or city council member. It convic- if convicted on all charges, he faces 20 years in prison and more than a million dollars in fines. 
Yeah, him and that mayor of Detroit gonna be in the same sale. $48,000 gonna cost him a million. Which is not a lot of money. And wait, wait, which one? 48000 oh. You know, it's still a lot of I money. Mean, I mean, it's a lot of money, but yeah. it's like one of those things where, hey, dog, if you're gonna get caught, Get enough for a small island. It reminds me of my dad used to tell me as a kid. He's like, look, you can kill a nigga and be out of jail in a, in, in no time flat if you go at all. But you start fucking with white people's money, you get, they throw the book at you. Yeah, they, 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 they do not play those games. And, uh, the, the, the thing about it, they, like I said, they've been investigating him since 2010. They also said that the, um, they so if, if it goes like by the way if it goes like 2010 he must have been doing this before he was mayor obviously yes yes okay, yes ahead. and they were saying too that uh one of the people he was um uh, one of the undercover uh, people he was talking to actually flew him out to uh, vegas because that's the one he was from actually had a hotel room that they talked in bugged the hotel room and actually got him on video and audio of their transactions Damn. i was like this nigga's going to jail bitch set me up Mm, you're going to jail, sir. And convicted of all charges. Okay, so Cannon, a Democrat, was elected mayor in November, replacing Anthony Fox, who was named transportation secretary by President Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. The FBI said Cannon accepted money from agents on five separate occasions. The last was February 21st, 2014, where he accepted $20,000 in cash at the mayor's office. God damn. <laughs> he doing drug deals. He didn't even do this in a clandestine location. He's supposed to go to a park bench, look the opposite way of each other, mm-hmm. leave a briefcase. One of you gets up and gives a code word and, you nope. know. Mm-mm. These exchanges began in January 2013, according to the Department of Justice. Uh, they have a copy of a resignation uh, letter. I hereby give notice to any resignation to my resignation from the position of the mayor of the city of Charlotte. Oh, Lord. Effective immediately. In light of the charges that have been brought against me, it is my judgment that dependency of these charges will create too much of a distraction for the city. Not for me. I could, I could do it, guys. It's easy. I, I didn't do anything in Scott's I mean, I, I mean, I would fight it and yeah. stuff, but you know, it uh, don't even bother me mm-hmm. at all. But I'm gonna let y'all carry on with your little city business that you got there. Yeah, the way he was running, you know what? The more I think about it, baby, I think them people were outside of the thing when he must have been outside. I think when he paid bail. That I think that's what they were. Yeah, that's why he was hauling ass because he was like, "I better get the fuck out of here for any more cameras show up." I want to start doing my interviews like that. You know, when people ask me questions, I don't want to talk about. I'll circle back to you. I'll get those out to you. No but, comment. I don't have no comments. Don't no comments. I don't have no comments to what you're yeah. saying. No comments. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you uh, need to speak to my lawyer. Do you know who got next at the basketball court? Hey, man, no comments. I had to circle back for you. We'll have a statement when the statement's ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to know who got next, man. I'm just trying to play, man. You know, uh, I, I just want to uh, I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that. Right. Uh, but what about, like, can I play, like, is that dude over there any good? Can I play ball with him? Uh, I have to have my people get in contact with you. And just keep walking the whole fucking time. Um... It is my hope by, that by me, my taking this action, and members of the city council and the staff of the city will continue to move the city forward. The city is fortunate to have officials and staff who are competent, loyal, and committed to advancing the interests of all our people. I regret that I have to take this action, but I believe this is the best interest of the city for me to do so. 
Yep, because if you don't want to answer that one man out there, you definitely not going to be able to answer it every single day till you resign. Because they said technically he didn't have to resign. They said basically he could have kept the job until he got charged or resigned. Like, them was the only two ways that he would have um, had to leave the job. He probably chose to resign because eventually he'd have been charged anyway. Mm -hmm. So he said, fuck it. Yeah, sounds like it. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he he go he go. They they've been investigating this man for a very very long time. So it was just one of those things where they was like, we got enough evidence and we arresting you and taking your ass to jail, sir. Um. All right. Well, uh, I mean, <sighs> for forty eight thousand dollars. I mean, forty eight thousand costs you a million and twenty years in prison, possibly. That's why it ain't worth it. That's why if you you're know? gonna do it, be enough for a goddamn small island or some shit. Let let it be worth it. Let the building fucking burn. Don't be like, I stole twenty dollars. Now I gotta pay a million. That makes no sense. Yeah. Um. At the appearing in federal court, Wednesday, Cannon did not have much to say. I know he didn't. Yeah. So I mean, we just heard. What that. else is there to say? North Carolina PO Governor Pat McCrory issued a statement. I'm both saddened and angered because I have known Patrick and his family for over 30 years. But more than anything, my heart is broken for the city of Charlotte. This is not the city that I know, served, and loved. This alleged behavior is inexcusable and cannot be tolerated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was forced to. You know, them people was like, uh, you got to go, bro. Well, they didn't just get a brother. Because I know people going to be like, well, is this just because he's a black man and getting all the black people? Don't worry, guys. He got an Asian, too. So one of the model minorities <laughs> looked down. One of them, one of us. California State Senator Leland Yee, noted anti-video games official, was arrested this morning on charges of bribery and corruption. Uh, the FBI conducted a raid of San Francisco's Chinatown district. Chinatown, Chinatown. Catch me out in Chinatown. And KCRA reported that agents took computers and other documents from Yee's office in the state capitol. Yee previously urged the Supreme Court to review the violent games bill. AB 1179, his office authorized in 2005, which failed at the circuit court level before being pushed through by then-California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Supreme Court upheld the lower court's ruling deeming the law a violation of First Amendment rights. Ye responded to the decision, declaring that it put the interests of corporate America before the interests of our children and that the games industry continued to profit at the expense of our kids, mental health and the safety of our community. The news of Ye's arrest, bring, he was living a video game. You know? <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm trying to live my own Grand Theft Auto. Uh, what is it? A, B, which, 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 which one I want to make? Which one got the money? The B, new- that's the decision. <laughs> The news of his arrest brings to my anti-video games attorney Jack Thompson's disbarment from the state of Florida in September 2008. Thompson's body of work included multiple failed Utah games films. But, yeah, man. Um, They're going to got get Got caught taking that money, man. They're not fucking around right mm-hmm. now. Don't take that money. You got too many uh, governments cash traps for money. All of them over there looking at the states and selling that uh, marijuana, looking at all that tax money. They're like, y'all can't be stealing none of our money. Yeah. Um, yes. That's, I mean, fuck with the money, dog. Like, Oh, yeah, folks don't play with their money. You know, and it's, it's like I could understand somebody being like, this is damn near entrapment. You know what I mean? You show up, you you say you're a businessman, you're offering uh, money to under the table to me, and I was like, all right, cool. I will take the money. 
Uh, actually, I'm from the government. God damn it. And it's one of those things, too, where they know people will really do it. So they're like, we're going to do a sting to see who's going to bite. Yep. Um, just, okay, my nigga. You know, y'all fucking with these. Keep, keep fucking with them if you want. Keep fucking with that money if y'all want, dog. Come on now. They don't play no games. Like I say, you That's can. That's the one thing kill. you will go down for. Come on now. You, you, now you might not get convicted for killing a black child or shooting a car full of black children and killing one. You might not get convicted of those things, but you fuck with them dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah. They coming to get you. Uh, we gotta play, uh, our games. Uh, we, we played it earlier, but I guess with this volume two, we did. V- yeah, nasty. part two. Um, I'm not gonna play the music again, but a gun lobbyist sparks a race row at the happy Africans from Africa, surly African American comments. <laughs> oh, we, there's some happy folks, apparently. The president of the Gun Owners of America has sparked a race row after comparing happy Africans from Africa to surly African Americans. <sighs> what do you mean by surly? Surly means like nasty, bad attitude, belligerent. Larry Pratt has come under fire after suggesting on a radio show that U.S. blacks could get a better attitude if they paid attention to more to the more contented Africans from the African continent. Uh, let's mean continent. J- continent. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I said I meant to say I read okay. it. I read it wrong. Sorry about that. No problem. <laughs> uh, generally, the African from Africa is a very pro-American person, a very happy person. Says the man who probably has never, never been to Africa. Ever, no, no, he's talking about Africans in America, and I still say he's never met anybody like that. No. Yeah. So. Um, and most of us ain't never been to Africa. Mm-hmm. I know several, and they just are. They always just happy with the joke. Uh, pleasant smile on their face, and they clear what the joke he's trying to. No, they're happy and they have a joke. And they clearly don't identify with the surliness that's all too frequently the attitude of their fellow African Americans here. First of all, it's, could it possibly be the difference between slavery and not slavery? Come on now. Uh, second of all, is it even true? You know what I mean? Like, I know people from Africa and not, not everybody from Africa is just sitting around joking all the time, being some type of weird stereotype no they're not it's not the god must it's not the gods must be crazy all day okay pratt who made his bizarre statement january 4th at the cell when claimed how the best catholic priests were from africa created a twitter firestorm with his comments dozens of tweeters slammed his choice of words labeling him clueless and disgraceful possibly the most racist thing i've ever heard from someone not actually burning the cross said one tweeter Another sad attempt to pit Americans and black Americans against each other. Dichotomies rooted in white supremacy added another. Pratt also praised Ghana in his rant reports opposing views. It's still illegal to commit an abortion. It's illegal to be a homosexual. Very conservative social laws and very free market oriented as well. So a hundred, right? I mean, Oh yeah. I feel like, uh, mm-hmm. it's only one you, score possible for a man like this. You get a hundred. So, uh, there you go. Good job, everybody. 100, sir. Let's play our other game. That's uh, the make up for yesterday's low scores. Double the points, double the race. 
Double the points and the race. Why are we doing double the points and double the race? Because I clicked the wrong song. God damn it. <laughs> now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. I thought, well, wow, we, we, we speeding up. We already went through the bonus round. That's why I just went along with the program. Yeah, okay, guys. It's guest race time. I, <laughs> I didn't know. The, I was going to do the talking introduction part, but forget it. Um, A Phoenix mother and stepfather have been arrested for allegedly striking their seven-year-old son with a metal pipe for eating chips at a daycare. There must be some good-ass chips. The Phoenix Fire Department responded late Tuesday morning to the report of a boy with severe injuries to his back and called the Phoenix Police Department. Responders found the boy with extreme swelling, bleeding, and missing skin and bruises to his buttocks, lower back, hands, and legs. Shit. On March 7th, a boy at the, fi- at the, at the victim's daycare was eating a bag of Funyuns and offered the seven-year-old the chips. When the seven-year-old boy was finished eating, he put the bag in his pocket. When the boy and his mother got home, she allegedly told him to tell his stepfather, whom he refers to as dad, what happened at school, according to the police report. The boy said his mother became upset and began striking him with a large metal pipe. The boy's stepfather also allegedly hit him several times with the pipe and told him to ice his buttocks. When the boy stopped the ice, the stepfather struck him again. (coughs) Wow. Not even good, not even good chip shit. Funyuns? With a metal pipe? Yeah, Funyuns ain't worth that type of beating. Come on now. Let me step, step chip game up. I don't know what kind of chips would be, but that, Jesus Christ, you had a little kid with a metal pipe. Over Funyuns. The, this is Casey Jones? Yeah, I mean, I, I do enjoy Funyuns, but, but, but not that much. Put like this. Funyuns ain't worth no beating. Uh, the mother, Francesca Lords and Castro, uh, claims she was sleeping at the time at the incident and denied seeing any marks on her son. Now, I see, don't believe that you know she's li- That's when your lie goes too far. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see him. I didn't see nothing wrong with the boy. It's like, ma'am, he's bleeding, their skin missing, he's about to die. I don't know what you're talking about, officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's black and blue bruises all over his ma'am, body. Ma'am, you're under arrest just for lying to us. Case Kaysen told police he was upset and made the victim run laps in their backyard and struck the boy, but he claimed he didn't know what object was used because he blacked out. All this over chips? Like, what is the assumption? He stole the chips? Like, uh, You know, I, I guarantee you, they, they, they assumed that boy stole them chips. Castro and Kassan were each arrested on one count of felony child abuse, according to the police report. The family has had multiple cases with CPS. Guess the race of both Francesca Lourdes and Castro and, Phillip, and J. Philip Kassan. This is why everybody shouldn't have kids. Mm-hmm. So let's check the chat room, see if they can get the, the both of the races right. It's two different races, guys. So I'll tell you that much. They are not the same race. Mm-mm. Spare the rod, spoil the child, wetbacks. So he says both Latinos, okay? Hispanic and white, says Sparger. Um, black and tan, <laughs> Latino. Not tan. <laughs> uh, tag team, back again, black. Asian and Latino, all shit. Castro, queso sauce, loving cracker, and wetback. Oh my! Has cheese on her tacos. Uh, so white and Mexican. Um, all right, guys. The correct answer is, um, and only one of you guys got it right. 
black and Latino. Most of you got it wrong. Now, I'm going to put the dude's picture in the chat. Listen, there's some people who I feel like their picture, when they get the mug shot, don't even go to court. Yeah. Like, just put them, just go ahead, put them in a cell, keep him there for the duration. That's a man who oh beats my. his kid. Like, that's a dude... That beats a kid and didn't even wasn't even sorry. Oh damn! Yeah, like, he yeah. Didn't, he don't even he don't even do good edge up. She's like fuck fuck it. He looked like the Scooby Doo villains at the end where they be like, if it wasn't for those damn kids, you know, <laughs> and that major ass mutt, I'm gonna beat that dog. Yeah, so that's just one of those crazy. Wow, just crazy. All right, um, next guest arrest story. Um. There we go. Let me turn my volume up. My condition by not being able to receive adequate medical attention when I called. She called 911. Paramedic Engine 27 responded from northeast. It's 19 from southeast. Preston says two responders started bickering, so she Wait, has to get she out of the twice? ambulance. Hold on, guys. And the next day, the... She's that stupid. Let me refresh this. Did you hear that? It was it's like it started over. Yeah. Or maybe it was the bad editing. Well anyway, I'll do it again and turn the volume up because that uh sounds terrible. Oh <laughs> uh, I hate raggedy ass uh raggedy ass uh editing on the videos for people's Do uh, your news. job, news people. It's like the news people do not have you too got much time. Tw- you got twenty four hours. It's like, I, we got to get this video out in two seconds. We just got the video in. Can you edit this real quick? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I can awkwardly cut them off in the middle of the sentence. Okay, that works. Close enough. Um, actually, now my computer's moving slow. All right, well, I'll read it for now. A D.C. woman, a DC woman who called 911 ended up getting out of an ambulance and taking the metro to the hospital after two responders started arguing. That's not up. Rose Preston thought she was having a stroke when she began experiencing numbness and tingling on the left side of her face around 2.15 a.m. March 15th. She called 911, but once she was inside the ambulance, two members of the D.C. Fire and EMS began having a heated argument. They were constantly bickering back and forth from one another and to the point that I felt so uncomfortable. Preston wasn't sure what the two men were arguing about, but said it seemed to be personal. I didn't feel safe being transported by the vehicle, said Preston, an Army veteran. She was feeling a little better after receiving the oxygen and decided to get out of the ambulance before they began driving. Sources familiar with the incident say paramedic engine 27 responds to Dean Wood in Northeast as well as Ambulance 19 in Southwest. In a March 18th memo, Chief Kenneth Ellerby, a firefighter, said uh, her, her partner asked when you, the engine 27 medic was, where the engine 27 medic was. Someone went and got him, and my partner asked him if he was going to check out the patient due to the nature of the dispatch. The medic started to assist the patient, and he and my partner got into a verbal altercation about why it was needed for someone to come to get him. Man, why y'all call me for this bullshit? That's exactly what he said. Because she had a heart attack, man. We just need you to check on her. Man, I was watching Judge Joe Brown. But, but nigga, this is your job. This is what you get paid to do. I can't adjust my fantasy lineups now. 
the EMTs at on the basic unit in order to gain additional information on the patient's condition asked that the firefighter paramedic may be retrieved so he could perform certain care that they were not allowed to do. According to the memo to the chief, the patient said the argument was completely unprofessional and she did not want to go to the hospital anymore. Now, how bad does it have to be for you to be like, I will take my chances with this stroke? Yeah, yeah, but they must have really been at each other. Preston said the paramedics didn't see the care that she was leaving and didn't ask her to sign a patient refusal, which is standard. Oh, a, total, a total lack of professionalism in every oh, in every way you can imagine. What if she was trying to be dramatic? That's it. That's it. I will leave right now. They they didn't give a damn. Whatever well, they was talking about was a lot more important than her condition. Well, leave then, bitch. Now, like I was saying, Barry Sanders is the greatest of all time. No, man, it's Jim Brown. I would have hated for her to die or have a heart attack or walk back in the house and some shit happened to her. She received an apology and was advised she should still go to the hospital. And the firefighter said the memo. Preston took the Metro to VA hospital later that day. She learned she was not having a stroke, but was suffering from Bell's palsy, which requires immediate medical care. Wow. It really complicated my condition by not being able to receive adequate medical attention and when, when, they, when I called. Uh, DC Fire and EMS confirmed they are investigating the incident, but we did not comment further. Any instance where a patient feels uncomfortable by our, the presence of our members has, uh, who have sworn to protect them is unacceptable, said Chief Kenneth Ellerby. Well, do they even have any records of her ass being there? She ain't signed no papers. I don't know. Anyway, guess the race of the lady who, uh, got, she had to get her ass up and go to the hospital on her own. Her name was Rose Preston. Uh, let's check the chat room and see. Um, if these mofos got time to argue on an EMT call, when, then everybody in this story black. 911 is a joke. One whose space <laughs> nickname is the Katana, a.k.a. Lunar Larva. Uh, and she took the metro from northeast from New England to VA Hospital. That's basically my commute. That takes at least an hour. Oh, Northeast, I guess. I don't know. They took, they play spades together black. Grape soda and pig feet connoisseur. If you say DC, I say black. Woman who was RG3's biggest fan, even though RG3 wouldn't date her. Ha! Oh my. The correct answer is black. Why is that? There we go. Let's get into the bonus round, and this time I'm gonna see if I can pick the right music, guys. Been up since five. <laughs> been up since four this morning. Sorry, guys. Double the points, double the race, double the points and the race. That's right, guys. It's the bonus round of guess the race, where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. People are all over the place. Only one person actually has the lead. And uh, we're going to see where it takes us after this. Let's get into it. Line skipping argument turns violent at Lowe's in Florida. Oh, Florida. Of course. Of course, that is where the altercation would get violent. There's so the line one. skipping argument. Yes. That's the only one. That's the same place where someone got shot in a the movie theater because it couldn't stop tweeting or some shit oh my dude said i'm an ex-cop uh so therefore i'm not gonna practice any gun safety i'm gonna shoot this motherfucker first 
And ask questions later. later. Why? Because it's Florida. We don't got no laws. State ground. A law skipping argument at Lowe's Home Improvement Store turned violent. Autumn Glick, 32, was allegedly slapped and kicked, I mean, who allegedly slapped and kicked the person during the argument Thursday was arrested and charged with battery Monday. The incident occurred at Lowe's in Cape Corral March 20th. According to the Cape Corral Police Department, a verbal confrontation over cutting in line at a loaded area near the garden center turned ugly. During the confrontation, Glick allegedly cursed at the victim before putting up, jumping onto, into the back of their truck and throwing bags of mulch onto the ground. Shit. Ah, they need a charger for that mulch you throw on the ground. Uh, can I just get in front of you? All I, all I have is just, uh, this soda. Ma'am, I've been standing in line for an hour. I got to buy my mulch. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm just on my lunch break, and I don't have time. Oh, well, ma'am, missy, you're going to have to make the time. Oh, I'll make the time, motherfucker. I will make the time now. Oh, I'm. you know what? Let me call my job and quit right now because I ain't going back to work. <laughs> it's going down in this parking lot. going to be me and you, bitch. Uh, the verbal confrontation over cutting line in the loading area. Near the gun. Okay, so Glick also allegedly slapped the kick the victim and left the scene before police arrived. Cell phone video helped the police identify Glick as the suspect. The officer went to Glick's home Monday and took her into custody without incident. Why why the hell would you sit there and record this and not try to help this man? Why would you do that? Like, uh, I got time. Oh, let me get my phone out. World star. Like, you couldn't possibly walk up and be like, uh, do you need help, sir? No, because me and you. Don't have a mind frame that says cell phone first. Uh, yeah, like, because I'm either leaving or I'm helping, but I'm not standing there trying to get the next World Star video. No, because I don't give a fuck. Because, uh, oh, well, you can finish, then I'll tell you about the story. Go ahead. She was transported to Cape Corral Police Department for process, and then later to Lee County Jail. Glick is charged with battery on a person older than 65 years of age. Wow. She beat up an old person. Too many people do that in Florida. That's why they had to make it a law. Which is a felony. And they should. You ain't going to be beating up the old people. That's the money in Florida. Like, you can't be up here beating these seniors now. You can kill any black kids you want. Mm -hmm. But you start touching these old senior people, that's where the money comes from now. Mm -hmm. You got to calm down. They're the reason why we don't got state taxes. Yeah, so guess the race, guys. Did you want to tell your story now? Yes. I remember one time we was at uh, the Best Buy. And I think Roger was like standing outside. I think we was getting like the dryer, wash the dryer or something like that. Roger was standing outside. I was in the store and it was these two dudes and it was kind of similar. It was almost like a line jumping thing. Me and one dude was there and this other dude came out of nowhere and kind of cut and asked the cashier a question. And so, uh, I think the, I think I was up next. I think I was up next and the other dude was behind me. And the dude literally was like, hey, dog, you know, the two white dudes, he was like, hey, you can't be uh cutting line. Me, you know, she's been here first. And I didn't. He was speaking for me and I wasn't even angry. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to let this old man do his thing because it's just not worth it. So I went and got served. And then this dude got served like at the cashier beside the dude that basically cut the line for the 20 people. Mm-hmm. And they went at each other. They was like. I don't appreciate you cutting us and cutting her. And I was sitting there like, oh, my gosh, what the hell I got to do with this conversation? But I, for some reason, I, I, I guess he was using kind of standing up on my behalf, quote, unquote, per se. 
and they were just at each other and they was somebody uh look you know you ain't gonna bitches doing this but you cut line and this thing you know it literally went outside and i think you caught the tail end of them yeah i saw that yeah that was crazy and but yeah i saw that conversation i saw some of it inside i still didn't pull out my phone no oh but you know what i had to take this all back one time a woman was arguing at best buy and i saw it and I recorded some on my phone. But this was kind of different. Like, like, she, I mean, I know she wasn't fighting nobody. It yes. wasn't physically like I never felt like a confrontation was about to happen. Dude. Violence. But I did record like a person yelling, being stupid, Be- though, because that, but, but you know what? To an extent, I could I could kind of understand this white lady's anger because it sounded like they was fucking up and they was like double charging her and kept charging her for some shit. Mm-hmm. And she ended up having to take her Sunday to come up there. And she did not plan on spending her Sunday up there. Mm-hmm. And this little white lady got so crunk that the dude, whatever, whatever uh, uh she bought, the dude that sold her the shit was like nearby. And she was so pissed. She was like, and you, you the one that sold me the stuff. And now you won't turn around and act like you don't know me. I, I think it was like something about a return. And then they tried to say she couldn't get it. And then she's like, you lied to me about, th-. I mean, she got loud and nasty in there. Mm-hmm. But it was just one of those things where after you done called so many times, you done been transferred so many times, you done been back and forth with the customer service so many times, and then you have to burn your gas, and then you you had no intentions in going up there. Yeah, you might be a little livid too. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. But, yeah, it's just, like I said, we were talking more about the fact that, you know, somebody recording it. Like, I just... I feel like a clear sign that you're in a, the at the rock gut bottom of humanity is when a conversation breaks out and everyone pulls out their cell phones. Yeah, like you need to move out of that neighborhood. That means there's something wrong. Like because those people are all looking to go post at the world star. Um, yeah, you're gonna be on the next video. So I said, guess the race. Wakanda's finder said, redhead senorita looking dead came, looking dead came and said, need a bed in. In Espanol, Jack White. Um, what? I don't understand what, I don't even understand what that means. Me either. Um, white folks end up in World Star 2. Uh, impossible white man, white woman standing her ground and lying, angry white lady with a name like Glick, whiter than the toilet in her front yard. White, uh, taking a break from removing pig nuts to tend to her garden. Oh my. Uh, she white she devil the correct answer is white i think everybody got that i not, think they not 100% did sure but um all right <clears throat> let's uh let's do another one and then we'll get out of here cool um see if i can find a good one we had a ton of stories today i just Want to want to pick a, a good one to go out on? Um, here's one. Oh, it happened in Florida. So, uh, like much of anything else that happens in Florida, it is ratchet. <laughs> um, a, a, a man. Oh wait, this is a, wait. What what is this? Okay, here we go. Port St. Lucie, Florida. An intoxicated man got mad. And that he vomited on his own cell phone. Um, and that's when the ratchetness started. Um, 
why won't this article play? All right, it's gonna play, but it's just taking a second. Sorry, y'all. Um, but yeah, he uh took took it out on his wife. So you know, I'm sure he's a upstanding citizen in Florida. You know, in Florida, they just call that Sunday. You know, like another day of the week. Yeah, like something bad happened, and I just took it out on my wife. Uh, that's fine though, right? It's like, well, it is Florida, so it doesn't. We're not gonna count it against you. Everybody gets one free uh domestic violence. Wow. Yeah, it's like you come to Florida, you get a get out of jail free card for domestic violence, real quick. So, um, let me let me close this and bring it back up. Sometimes that helps. But uh, yeah, so he was uh intoxicated because it's Florida. So that's like the national state pastime. Uh, yeah, yeah. Public masturbation and being intoxicated, pretty much the uh And them salts. Yeah, and the bad salts, yes. Yeah, pretty much uh what they do best. Like their biggest exports are is crime. You know. <laughs> exports and imports. Yeah. Biggest export and import in Florida is crime. Crime itself. Just as an entity. Yeah, people come in, commit crime, and they leave because they right. committed the crime. It's like, uh, so, uh, what, what, sir, what is your business here? Uh, business of pleasure? Crime! Oh, Lord! <laughs> uh, sir, that, uh, you have anything to declare? I declare my guilt prior to me about to do ah! this, do this crime. I tell you that much. <laughs> I declare, <laughs> I declare. I'm all about that crime. I declare niggas gonna pay. That's what I declare. Why, why, why does your passport have stamped inside of it? I commit crimes because that's what I do. Right. Obviously. Uh, where's my volume at? Stop. There we go. Oh wait. There we go. Yes, I'm John DeCevolo. And I'm Stephanie Watson. Police say that this man, Trevor Campbell, held a machete to his wife's throat before threatening police with a shotgun. Tonight, CBS 12's <gasps> Jenna Eschbach is live in Port St. Lucie with the negotiator who got the shooter to surrender. Jenna. Well, police say they knew it was a dangerous call when they came into Cell Point Apartments and went to this unit right here on the second floor. The negotiator said getting him to come out with his hands up and put his weapon down well, one wrong word, and someone could have gotten killed. It was, by all accounts, a happy home. You said I, they were the perfect couple. Yes. Never. But you never you never saw them fight, nothing? No. Just the other day, he was fixing his truck, and she come out, and she was kissing him, and I thought they was in love. Behind closed doors late Saturday, police say Trevor Campbell held this machete to his wife's neck. Do we know why he started with a machete? Uh, it had to do with the cell phone. Police reports show Campbell was upset he vomited on his cell phone. His wife and their daughter escaped from the home and ran. And that's when Sergeant Richard Schichtel now became the negotiator and had to get Campbell to surrender. That's where I located the female victim and her two daughters. So they were hiding? They were hiding from him. Hold up in his house. It's got to be... I mean, what, what you say in that moment really matters. Yeah, there's there's no room for any error. Campbell answered his cell phone. Had a good dialogue going with him. Next thing I know, the phone goes dead and uh, a round is discharged. A rifle round went out the window, passing oh. within inches of another officer's chest. My neighbor was outside, and that's when um, they told us that the guy had been shooting at the 
window and shot up in the ceiling twice. And I've never known him to act like that. The sergeant called Campbell back, asked him to surrender, and promised if he left the rifle inside, he wouldn't be shot. Empty his pockets, come down the stairs, and come out the front door with his hands up. And the arrest was easy. And then, in fact, now Campbell is, is being held on $250,000 bond because of the additional charges for attempted murder on a police officer. We're live in Port St. Lucie, Jenna Ashbach, CBS 12 News. All right, guys. So, guess the race of Mr. Uh, what was this motherfucker's name? You sure this don't count as sword right in this too? I care. You sure this don't count as sword right in this too? He had a hatchet. He had a machete. Oh, my, I'm sorry, machete. Uh, Trevor Campbell and machetes, uh, they are swords in a way, but I, they're like the little brother to the sword. There's, okay. There's enough regular sword ratchetness that I don't need ah! to count machetes. We be here all fucking day. Uh, so this guess is the on race. group. <clears throat> yeah. Guess the race of Trevor Campbell. Let's see. One who gives the police his alabaster privilege card when pulled over. Oh, my. Made it out alive. White. One who would have responded to throw your hands in the air. Black. So the negotiator say the day he had a rifle and a sword and didn't get shot was naive. Black, a black man who also tongue-lickingly supports keeping women quiet in church. Yeah. <laughs> That's HC. Shout, shot at the cops and didn't die. All the white privilege. Krauser, the RE4's brother, Caucasoid. Uh, dude, where's my gun? And white. The correct answer is yes. white. white. Couple of you guys guess black. So you guys got it wrong. You think white people don't commit domestic violence? You know what? Let's keep it going. Fuck it. Okay. May as well. For better or for worse is a vow some married couples don't take seriously, but not in Arlington, Virginia, where a drunk, naked wife rushed to the aid of her husband at the county jail. Drunk and naked. A 26-year-old resting woman was arrested Saturday night after allegedly showing up naked at the Arlington Magistrate's office. Police say Mara Fussell arrived at the Magistrate's office around 11 p.m. seeking to visit her husband who had been arrested in Clarendon earlier that day. She was drunk, completely naked, and refused to get dressed or even leave in a cab, according to the Arlington County Police spokesman Dustin Sternbeck. And that's a woman. Yeah, because they was like, um, so they basically tried to send her ass home full of clothes. She was like, nope, I'm going in there with with him. Uh, no, he was already arrested. Yeah, and she was like, I'm going in there with him. She yeah. she showed up ready I'm to. Naked. Let's yeah, do it. That's right. In the jail cell. Sternbeck was unable to say whether Fussell arrived at the office wearing clothes and subsequently removed them. Or would she arrive, would she arrive there naked? Fussell was arrested and charged with indecent exposure and drunk in public. She's will be held she was held in jail until sober police said uh so guess the race uh <laughs> Mara fussell a uh, woman who apparently uh likes to uh have a little fun and support her man she's a ride or die chick mm-hmm. uh the rottiest of dias chicks white she lives in reston she was drunk and naked she white white says joe spacely Swarger says, showed up naked to the police station white. Well, the correct answer is, guys. For all the marbles. White says Redbone Sonya. Okay. Only a white woman would purposely, willfully go to the police station? 
says black rob oh my privilege all drunk going crazy naked white correct answer is yes. white good job Rice. <laughs> way to tongue lickingly support that one guys yes they did as soon as i saw her picture i said look at her who she thinks she is mm-hmm. um but yeah that's uh pretty crazy man uh white people uh stay fucking up man all right let's do one more guys why not because i love y'all that's why we're doing might as well have a good time burglar ashley keist put himself in the frame after he accidentally posted his selfie to friends of his victim the 25-year-old had celebrated the burglary by placing his SIM card inside of a mobile phone stolen from the property before taking photos of himself. But in doing so, Mr. Keast unknowingly sent out the image using WhatsApp messenger service, which he had pre- pre- previously da- which had previously been downloaded onto the phone by the owner. Friends of the victim who were connected to the service were surprised to spot the picture appearing on their own phones and passed and passed it on to the police. I almost like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, why are they in so and so's house? They was like, Yeah, um this 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 ain't your login. Um they was like, This is your login, but this ain't you, is it? And who was he like the selfie bandit? Like he was looking for ah! a signature like way to, move. to highlight his crimes like nah yeah. see what i do i take selfies motherfucker do, do you think he took it several times before he picked the right one <laughs> no mm. i don't like that <laughs> now nah, let me try again officers then recognized mr keys from rotterdam south york's and arrested him the following day so he's like a criminal a career criminal and technology getting folks arrested at sheffield crown court mr keys admitted burglary in jail for two years for eight and eight months mr keys and the accomplice carried out the burglary at the house in Brinsworth area of Rotterdam while the occupants were in a uh, holiday were on holiday oh and 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 the fucked up part it was like um doll um i think this is especially somebody's been at their house was like um doll is somebody is at your house right now what what do you mean i mean they they at your house and got a picture of themselves at your house with your shit <laughs> The householders returned days later to find a rear patio door been forced open and their electrical items, sentimental jewelry, and an Audi A4 together worth around 27,000 euro were stolen. The car was found crashed and extensively damaged a short time afterwards. Inquiries revealed on the night of the offense the culprits had borrowed a friend's car to apparently buy cigarettes but instead committed a burglary. So now my shit probably impound it because i let you borrow my car to get quote-unquote cigarettes come on now two days later mr keys used his sim card inside the stolen phone to take his selfie which was then posted onto the facebook page getting four likes not released it <laughs> was being sent out on the what's not realizing it was being sent out on the whatsapp messenger application not the not the they checked it further because it's like i like this and my thing is this how fucking old is your phone you got a sim card also how fucking vain are you that you steal somebody's shit and you're like, now nah, time to take a selfie. Yeah. I like that he takes a selfie the same way like a 13-year-old high school girl does, you know? Yes, because people are stupid. It's one of those things where when people commit crimes, real criminals, they don't post on Facebook or Twitter. They probably, don't even, they're probably not even on social media, a lot of people, that commit their, these type of crimes. If they do, they're not talking about the shit. At the police recognized Mr. Keith's image, a stolen Rolex watch worth 4,000 euro was found behind a radiator at his flat and returned to the victim. Mr. Keith's accomplice, Anthony Hunt, 27, was jailed for 18 months. PC Adam Broughton, 
a south yorkshire police said uh burglaries caused victims a great deal of pain and suffering and in the case in this case many items of, of sentimental value can never be replaced the result of this case should act as a deterrent deterrent to would-be offenders who would think twice about committing such offenses yeah like it was hard police work that got them no y'all got lucky yes <clears throat> because otherwise yeah, think twice about posting a selfie that's about it yeah because otherwise these people that came home their house burglarized and they wouldn't have no fucking idea who did it yep but guess the race everybody uh the selfie bandit want to be colton harris more white black people don't use the whatsapp they post to instagram white euro well it's the phone he stole that had whatsapp on it not him yeah, but i don't even know what whatsapp is niggas limit their incriminating foolishness to instagram white the original white man, a man named Ashley, but first let me take a selfie, white. White. <laughs> Anthony Weiner moved to the, move the camera up two feet. Oh my. Uh, the correct answer it is, is white. <laughs> Everyone got that one. Uh, let's get out of here, talk about some sore ratchetness, and then we can go. An elderly man was attacked with a sword. That's right. Can't go to fucking Lowe's. Can't do anything. Sheriff's deputies arrested a 58, arrested 58 year old Crestland uh, resident, George Allen Christopherson Jr. for assault, an assault after he allegedly attacked his elderly roommate with a sword on Thursday morning. A sheriff's department spokesperson told the Alfinhorn News that on February 6th, around 5.18 a.m., the sheriff's deputy emergency communications center in Rialto received a call from a resident in Crestline. The elderly male told the dispatcher that he had woken up to hearing someone talking in his house when he had to be the only occupant. When the man walked downstairs, he discovered his former roommate, George Christopherson, in the house and what they had gotten into and what that they had gotten into an argument about him being back in the house after being evicted the day before. The caller said that during the argument, Christopherson pulled out a sword and started repeatedly swinging at him. The caller said he fled and called the sheriff's department and heard Christopherson leaving while he was on the phone. Wow. Well, he should have hit underneath the bed like Rick from The Walking Dead. They never caught you. (laughs) Yep. A sheriff's deputy responded to the call, saw Christopherson in a vehicle near the intersection of Pine and Dark Canyon Road, stopping the vehicle and taking Christopherson into custody without incident. Sheriff's officials said that the elderly homeowner had not was not injured in the assault. And Chris, wow, what a bitch! You had a sword, you couldn't even hurt an old man. That's, they not trained. Uh, and Christopherson was booked at the Central Detention Center in the San Bernardino for violation of the criminal penal code, assault with a deadly weapon, uh, other than a firearm. Bail was set at fifty thousand dollars. If convicted of assault with a deadly weapon, the maximum penalty is imprisoned in the state, prison up to four years, a fine exceeding up to 10000 or by a combination of both a fine and imprisonment. So that's it. Only four years. Probably won't even get that shit. Mm-mm. And he tried to kill a man with a sword. Yes. Anyway, guys, go to ShadowDollProductions.com. Uh, Dexter's up, you know, uh, for his film got accepted in the can. So I think, uh, you uh, can, and I think you guys, or I mean, con, and I think you guys will, uh, you know, want to support him, man. They continue to do great work and mm-hmm. help get the word out, uh, for the show, uh, and sponsor us, man. It's so important that they sponsor us. It is. Uh, we'll be back Saturday. We'll talk to you guys then. So until Saturday for our feedback show, unless you're premium, 
I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.